Welcome back into Behind the Bench with Carter Eckle. This is episode 30. I am your host, Carter E. This is going to be our Carson High year in review of the athletic seasons. Uh, but before we get any further, I would like to thank today's title sponsor. That is Double J Auto in V in Gardnerville. You can find them online at www.doublejautoinv.com as well as my producer, Jeff Mulvihill Jr. He joins me. As always, Jeff is uh, was a, also a pretty big, uh, I don't want to say resident of Carson High Athletics, but spectator, if you will. Uh, you were a little closer than, than most fans, per se. But before we get any further, you can find his work online at www.instaimage.com. Jeff, we're going to start in the fall and work our way toward uh, the, I guess, current timeline. And uh, I think it's only fitting to start with football and the way they finished out the season with a game-winning field goal over Douglas in the way to finish out the regular season, excuse me, but game-winning field goal from Isaac Avina to give them a 17-15 win uh, in down in Douglas, too, which was uh, probably one of the highlights of at least of the, the team sports stuff for uh, the Senators all season. You know how I feel about Carson Douglas, and that game kind of epitomized it this year. Uh, there were some other games that weren't quite so quite so tasty, but <laughs> I, like I was telling you before, we we started today was happy for Douglas that they scored at the end, but I'm looking at the clock going, uh, I've seen way too many Blair Roman teams given a few seconds on the clock, do something with it. And sure enough. Yeah, it was a gutsy decision by Douglas to go for two there late in that game. I think there was a little over four minutes left when they gave Carson the ball back. Uh, but Douglas went for two and got it to go up 15-14. And Carson just slowly, methodically marched its way down the field and got themselves into the red zone and uh, walked the kicker onto the field in the final seconds. And that was all she wrote. They got the, the rivalry trophy back in Carson. Now, uh, definitely one of the the wilder scenes i think i've i've seen a top a great game just overall just a really a really great game for two teams that obviously pr- probably preferred that they would have had uh more wins on the on the season but just a a great way to cap the regular season and uh what a rivalry that is i firmly believe carson douglas is a great the greatest rivalry and you know we have argued <laughs> that before but it's games like that that's not the first game that i have seen at that same stadium and almost exactly the same way and it's it's thrilling down to the last tick of the clock so that's I mean, you can't ask for better than that yeah and uh, for those of you i guess i'm sure most people know this by now but it was blair roman's last season as head coach ryan bochard has now taken over the football program blair roman of course is still on as athletic director at the high school but yeah what a what a way to finish uh finish out his his regular season and to do it on uh the field named after his dad keith roman field out there in in douglas what a yeah what a finish that was that was just fun to relive that and walk walk back through that um absolutely that's the one thing i wrote on my notes carson douglas field goal (laughs) i'm trying to think if i've seen many walk-off field goals in high school to win to win games because it's just I mean, even to have a field goal kicker in and of itself is is not a guarantee at the high school level. So, uh, to, we've had a couple with yeah, Carson, yeah, and over the years we've had a couple <laughs> games end that way, and same thing, you know, right to the last second, and people are going crazy. And 
it's a good thing. Kids are running all over the field, which is which is probably the best part, especially when you add in the the trophy. They run over to the the opposing sideline because Douglas had it and and they uh, marched it into the uh, the far end zone. And um, yeah, I still remember the video I took of them running away with it. Um, but yeah, football finishes the year uh, three and five there. Uh, hop over to cross country real quickly where at the regional meet you had Ethan Bowerly, Dominic Valdez and Sawyer Macy all finish inside of the top 20 on the boys side at the 5A cross country regional meet. Uh, McKenna Budd was 10th in her senior year for the senators there and she averaged a 659 mile over the what is it five kilometer course. I'm always shocked how fast those kids run. Yeah, I. You know what's on? I mean, not, I'm not taking away from the the athletes here at all, but it's almost more impressive to watch some of the parents at these cross country meets uh, sprint all over the field and follow their kids around. And obviously, the uh, the athletes are usually a little bit quicker, a little more fleet of foot. Um, but watching those parents scramble through the course to just to cheer people on is is a sight to see if you are not a cross-country person there. Over to girls golf, where the team qualified for state uh, as well, led by uh, senior Sarah Wiggins. They made it on to, down to Vegas, I guess. Um, the boys golf team also sent a couple kids to Vegas, but we will get there in a little bit. Do they, is that done? So the regional, is that at the same place for the girls and the boys, or is it? Based on the field's availability, field the course availability. At the yeah, time. it wasn't. It was not at the same, um, the same place this year. I'm blanking on the name of the course, but the girls' regional event was up in Sparks, whereas the boys played regionals out at Dayton. So yeah, I think it's all availability and what they are, what they are able to book there, and yeah, which course is willing to kind of, you know, give way for two days worth of having high school kids out golfing there. Um, Girls volleyball had a new coach in Brittany Witter. Um, not the greatest season as far as wins and losses there, but uh, an impactful senior class that we will get to here in a little bit because almost all of them played other sports as well. Soccer, both the boys and girls teams, uh, four, nine, and three. The Carson boys, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago, now under new leadership. Uh, Frank Martinez stepped down after a nice nice run uh, at the helm of the Senators, including a 2015 state title. Um, he gives way to uh, two Carson alums. For, you said they were both from 2010. Uh, so it should be an interesting to see how, how that translates there. And yeah, not, you know, as far as fall goes, a couple, couple of bright spots, but um, not not quite the... Uh, the laundry list of things, I guess, that we had for for Douglas there. Over onto the the winner side of things, where uh, the boys basketball team went ten and fifteen. Speaking of new coaches, they are now under new leadership in Tyler Golden. He was an assistant, or he was the JV coach as well as the assistant last year. Um, but just a really smart basketball mind. I also have to include the fact that he got his master's from Ohio University. Go Bobcats! And uh, just a a great program there. I'm talking about ohio u that is uh in case anybody was confused uh but i'm sure he will he will put put together a a nice program for carson high and i imagine as far as you know some of the like youth camps and all that jazz that uh people may have been worried were going to get left behind i think he will be the right fit to come in and and keep those going i don't want to say rebuild those but keep those going at the uh 
the rate that the community has kind of become used to used to seeing there. Um, girls basketball also under a new head coach this past year in Todd Ackerman. They had a had a tough season, but you know one under like I said under a first year head coach. I now just clicking to me how many new coaches and or about to be new coaches there are at Carson High as far as uh, the sports scene goes. Yeah, Todd came on during COVID but mm-hmm. had no seasons. So right. He knew, you know, he had practice with the girls, but they didn't touch the court. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, then you jump, you wade right in and start the year with Bishop Minogue, who ends up going to the state tournament. And uh, But they'll ha- they have some pieces to build on. They also had a, uh, a nice piece in freshman Lauren Finnerty. Um, they also had, you know, a couple seniors there, including her older sister Megan Finnerty, who has was a nice player for them. Um, but some some youth talent as well there that I'm sure they will they will build upon there. Uh, over to the wrestling side of things, where Carson, excuse me, had a couple kids pick up silver medals at the state tournament in Lucas Wold and Anthony Garobo. Uh, they were at. 120 and 126 pounds, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right there. Uh, Toby Kreibel, Aiden Marhevka, and Jeffrey Heaton all wrapped up their seasons at the state tournament as well. John Bar- John Barnes Hurt was down there. He picked up two two wins, going two and two before uh, ending his season at the state tournament there. So several Carson High wrestlers down at the state tournament. That is something that uh, Senator wrestling fans have become. I guess expect that's an expectation is to go down that program a long time. They have. And, uh, one that continues to win though this year now with all nine teams in the same league, uh, did not pick up a, a league title, but had won. I want to say six straight Sierra league titles when they were still separated into two leagues there. And, uh, yeah, good luck beating Spanish Springs. They seem to come back with a reloaded army every year of, of high school wrestlers. But, Still an impressive season, nonetheless, uh, for Carson High wrestling there. Anything from fall or winter that stands out to you, Jeff, now kind of looking back on it? I, like I said, I didn't realize how many new and soon-to-be new coaches there were uh, at Carson High. It's going to sound strange, but the weather. We normally have amazing fall. You know, football season's normally super nice, and we had a couple of games this year that were cold, but... It never really got crazy cold like baseball season normally gets, and I don't, I don't recall even a baseball a baseball game this year that was super bad. But uh, it's always nice at the end of football to go inside and know that you're going to be inside for a couple of months and not freezing. But we never had the weather, so and obviously we didn't get the snow either. So uh, you know, the, the skiers didn't have a, as much snow as we would like, and uh, hopefully we're not going to pay for it this August. Yeah, know, starting into the new season with fire season. God help us. I hope we don't have a yeah. bad year. I've told all any friends that want to visit, don't come in August because yeah. you'll be breathing in smoke there. I got to go back real quickly to the boys soccer team, and I can't not mention the Luis Carrillo bicycle kick that we witnessed uh, from the end zone. The one that to this point in my, my prep coverage career, I think is the one I, the moment I wish the most that I had on video that I do not. No, no, no question. I mean, we were all awestruck when it happened. <laughs> just like, did that really just happen? Did, did that really yes, just did. happen? Yeah. I think we were all three of us, this being including the uh, trainer, Adam Hunsaker, and then Jeff and I were all sitting there just kind of dumbfounded. At and what it was we coming had. straight at us too. Mm-hmm. We were right there. So and it was amazing. Yeah. Quite the, quite the shot. The, uh, 
the video that did circulate from the like what was it the press box security camera is not quite the same angle that we had and uh does not do it justice because that was as impressive as it gets and he is off to uh off to play juco soccer up in washington uh, as well up there but to the spring and we had a uh, Definitely some good storylines from the spring this year for for Carson High. Obviously, uh, baseball had a tough season, but ended up picking up a big win to open regionals against Reed. I know that just for the sake of everybody with the t- the team, it was a. I think that was a big boost knowing that they could do that and not only do it, <laughs> not only accomplish that, but do it in an impressive fashion. With you mentioned weather, uh, like <laughs> about fifty mile an hour winds blowing straight out the Sounds whole game. Like baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, softball had a good year for uh, Carson High. Did you end up with a with a final record there? I know I've just written about this not too recently, but I do seventeen not. and six seventeen over, and 16. seventeen sixteen overall and nine and seven in league. That is right. That is right. With a final loss at the regional tournament there, but a, a quality season, and they got a couple couple of really nice pieces that they can a build on and b are going off to college. Um, to continue playing sports there. Obviously, the main one being pitcher Katie Farnworth, who is headed to the RMAC, where she will play at Fort Lewis College. Um, she will pitch against, I think I mentioned this the other week, but she will end up pitching against former teammate of hers in Cameron Quilling, who is headed out to the RMAC as well. Yep. Should add that uh, Parza Hajigasmi also will be playing in the RMAC, not softball related, though. He will be ba- a basketball playing basketball, excuse me, at San Francisco State under a uh, Carson High alum, nonetheless, there from uh, 2002, I believe. So you want to talk about a small world, that's that's one way to one way to really shrink it even further uh, to have, you know, Carson High alum and uh, I guess now two Carson High alums uh, playing for the coaching and playing for the same program and I believe they were talking about scheduling an exhibition against uh, Nevada to open up the year at at uh at UNR. So oh, that nice. should be uh something to check out come uh basketball season next year. Back to spring though, got a little sidetrack there. You have the Class 5A golfer of the year in Lucas Taggart who is headed off to the Colorado School of Mines. Not the only athlete headed to uh quite the academic school there. He won the regional tournament and then went on to take third at the state tournament was also named the class 5a north boys golfer of the year as well so congrats to him there wrapping up a very successful high school golf career and one where he made some noise in his senior year. i think he opened opened up the season shooting a 67 at red hawk oh gosh i should have written that down but uh, anyways, you open up the season with the 67, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna catch catch some eyeballs doing that. That's a uh, that's a score that there's there's pros that aren't even hitting hitting numbers like that on a on a weekly basis. They're swimming and diving. Obviously had a had a nice year. Or Carson swimming, excuse me. I just they're always next to each other there. But uh, Carson swimming had a nice season, sending several down to. The state meet Nicholas Melsheimer also ended up breaking several records for his season as well. Another swimmer headed off to uh, college there. He will go to Colorado Mesa. Um, and then finally over to track and field. I think that's that's all we got left so far where Kai Miller picked up a pole vault state title. Also headed to the Colorado School of Mines. 
clear in 15-6, I believe, to get to to pick up the state title. He attempted at 16, um, but talking to him afterwards, it sounds like just a little bit of headwind was kind of throwing throwing things off there. And it's amazing how little wind it can can affect something like that, especially when you're flying 16 feet in the air. Angle that, or it's not the angle, but the way that the pole bends and you're on the other end of it. I just am dumbfounded by that sport. I just, and I love watching Kai cause he's so good at it. And uh, the middle school championship was out at Carson high and he was practicing. So I got to kind of watch and I was actually standing right on the mat and it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's and he's the trust that you have <laughs> that pole bends that much. It's like, wow. And he's so fluid too in, in his approach and his technique. And that's a technique I can't even really walk you through other than I know where the pole's supposed to go. And I know your feet are supposed to go up first and your head is, you are inverted essentially. And yeah, you got to have a lot of trust in uh, what got you there and, and that pole. Cause uh, you are, only going to land on your head if you hit that doesn't go the way it's supposed to but um quite quite the sight to watch and uh unfortunately if you didn't get a chance to see him pull vault i you know i don't know if that opportunity will come again but you can uh continue to watch him if you uh make it out to colorado he was also fourth in the 110 meter hurdles at the state meet um teammate nick lispatine took fourth in the 400 and third place in the 800 uh, at the state tournament. He PR'd in both events f- at the state track meet there. The four by eight team took sixth on the boys side. Zane Ferguson had a nice performance at the state tournament as well with a third place finish in the discus and a sixth place finish in the shot put on the girls side. Freshman and Davis was eighth in the 110 meter hurdles Kaylin Bloomfield was seventh in the 300-meter hurdles. Uh, senior Natalie Wakeling was eighth in the 100-meter dash, and the Carson 4x4 and 4x2 teams were both fifth um, as well. Capping that, I believe the girls 4x2 team put up its second-best time of the season at the state tournament, which is state tournament, excuse me, state track meet, which is which is pretty impressive, I think, to get to that point of the season and have those nerves and adrenaline running through you to, to put together those kind of times and in the year on that kind of high note is, is something to be uh, impressed with no matter where placing wise uh, some of those athletes finished. But I think that's going to about wrap it up for uh, Carson high year in review, if you will. And uh, Jeff, I, anything I else? I just have one little thing. I, I see a lot of athletes obviously, and I've obviously been around and, seen a lot of them graduate but this class is the when i first started in this area they were the youngest of all of the groups so the the four seniors that graduated softball when they were u8 softball playing sharks out here at, at edmonds and or pete livermore whatever we're supposed to call it now <laughs> it'll always be edmonds to me because it was before um, but they're the first class that from you know obviously you start lower than seven years old but they were the first kind of travel team that I had started photographing and seeing them grow over the years. It's really quite impressive. And um, in some cases, I'm the only photographer that they've ever known. So I don't know if that's good or bad. It's probably both. It's nice to see that they're going on and doing other things. And, and uh, some of them are going to play. And uh, I like to keep kind of keep track of them, even if they stop playing sports in high school, because that happens. But uh, it's nice. There's a lot of kids, uh, you know, even though the... The records weren't 
fantastic. There's a lot of kids going on and doing other things and going and even even playing junior college as you've talked about the whole year. So uh, I got to spend some time this weekend with Kale Goods family out at the city championships for for little league. So that was cool. Um, but just want to shout out to the kids that you know we've been. It's been what ten ten years or so uh, that I've been following them. So it's been fun. Yeah, and I, I don't think uh, I necessarily need to say this, but there's a lot more going on than just just wins and losses. That doesn't ultimately matter all well, that much and, at the and, end of the day. And Roman, the first thing he says at the new parent meeting is, these are student athletes. Uh, they're, they're here to go to school, and we do play a lot of sports. And developing them as a human is the most important thing so yeah you may be able to debate the which way those were those two words go in a college level but at high school there is no doubt about it that is very much student athlete because you can only you can't have one without the or you can't have a athlete without the the student aspect of it or high school is going to be as far as you get and uh yeah so congrats to everybody moving on and uh congrats to all those accomplishments this past season for carson high that's gonna do it for episode 30 before we let you out of here i would like to give a thanks to today's title sponsor in www.doublejautonv.com that is double j auto in gardnerville where you can find them online uh big shout out to my producer jeff mulvahill as well but that's going to do it for episode 30 and we will catch you guys next week